0: Hello once again, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and listening to another edition, an episode of AIW's The Card Is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, we want to thank our sponsors, as we always do, who help us bring the show to you for free each and every week, wherever you download and listen to our podcast. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza. You can try Angelo's Pizza at our shows, but if you want more than their award-winning pizza, then check them out on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Of course... Thanks to Pollyanna DIY. If you've been to one of our shows and you've purchased one of our custom pins, then you have seen a product of Pollyanna DIY. Look them up and they'll make customized items for you and have plenty of other things to purchase there as well. Thanks to Smartmark Video, who records all of our live events, so that you can watch it, whether you're there or not, on DVD or MP4 download streams. And speaking of streaming... We, of course, want to thank independentwrestling.tv. Sign up for independentwrestling.tv now. Use the code ABSOLUTE and enjoy a 20-day free trial. Watch former and previous AIW shows as well as plenty of other promotions. And with that, we get into this week's episode, a huge roundtable again as we continue to recap the week that was in New Jersey. On this week's episode, we actually talk about our show, The Slumber Party Massacre, uh, which took place Thursday, April 4th. In Jersey City at White Eagle Hall, I'm joined by Wes Barkley, Dominic Ooh. Garini, bartender Nick Sanko likely to chime in at some point worldwide will be joining us. Uh, of course, as always, AIW owner John Thorne, and my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, and uh, where, do you, where do you want to start with this one? We, we covered a lot about leading up into it. We so rolled up squad deep. We did. Also, before we even, I guess, start about our version of the show huge thanks to everybody from the AIW crew that did roll up super deep coming in from Cleveland and and other places just a, a lot of our AIW regulars were were there in full nice. force man it was awesome
1: yeah uh, i mean it definitely it definitely helped uh helped out quite a bit you know they have uh, a good core of the f- of the fan base travel up but we had a ton of first time fans too which is yeah. you know but the that was the whole point of doing the whole thing. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, this was probably the most stress stressful day of my life for sure. Uh, I was feeling the pressure.
0: What time did you get to White Eagle Hall that day?
1: Oh, like nine p.m. I, yeah, nine p.m. nine thirty p.m. You didn't, you didn't have to go earlier that day, just on Wednesday, right? Yeah, we didn't go. We didn't go earlier that day. We were like running errands and stuff, and kind of getting. You know, crossing the I's and dotting the T's. And it was more complicated ticketing than we usually do. And yeah, uh, we were trying to get organized because the turnovers on the buildings were, like, from show to show were very short. You know, there was, like, a small window of time.
0: One of the things that was interesting because, of obviously, people anticipate there was going to be mayhem and guys going through things. Uh, explain real quick because people have talked— with some confusion, but also enjoyment of guys going through doors as opposed to tables in terms I mean, of being set up.
1: Ta- that's what they do in that area is yeah, doors. Yeah, a game-changer thing. Right. And they're a lot easier to find than tables, you know. So we couldn't find any tables in the area. Uh, tables are also much more, you know, expensive. And yeah. They're just harder to find those right types of tables anymore and it was
0: kind of down to the wire and it's like okay you know let's get some doors i guess you could tell in following along like people who were watching the show uh, and tweeting about it who knew that situation and or who were used to seeing people like use doors as opposed to like maybe our fan base in cleveland who had never watched right you know these different products and they didn't know about it so or half a door yeah or half
2: a door <laughs> or half a door <laughs> we're getting Phew.
1: Uh yeah so Sheesh. like I said you know we all kind of met up got things together and then we like roll like we all like rolled out together at the same time like in kind of like a calvary like yeah uh, Nick
3: Nick Sanka had his yeah. rental like and... to the countdown clock we're getting down to ten minutes we're pulling up <laughs> us <laughs> three so how many Derek br- I was like we were like tweaking out for a second like we were pretty nervous it and was, then pre- it, was just like, it was it was let's like let's rock it was like
4: pretty br- say hundred deep. Yeah, he Brickster said
3: hundred said, deep to the Whitehall, <laughs> to the Whitehall. <laughs> Wrong venue, but I love it, Rick. Uh, we uh, love
2: you, Lex.
1: <laughs> so, like, uh, Derek, Derek, director made like a pre-show playlist, you know, to like set like a vibe for the show or whatever. Yeah, and he just like put it on in the car. It was just like mainly like rap music and stuff. And like it was like dead silent for like the in the car for like right. the 30 We were just minute getting drive. ready. Like thirty-minute drive in, and then like the van was behind us. Uh, and then, you know, like, Pedro and all those guys arrived, like, right before we got there. Yeah. Finding parking kind of sucked. And then uh, once we found... Well, we found that little spot. Yeah, we found, like, a secret little spot around the corner. Nice. Uh, Squad. And then, you know, we kind of just all, like, rolled up, like, ready to go. Like, uh, you know, we did, like, a briefing or whatever before the show. So it was like, you do this job, you do this job, like... We have to change the ring over. Like, there was a lot of work that needed to get done. And, like,
2: Dr. Dan's hairpiece was up on end at this point. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) 20, like, we had, like, you you really had, like, 20 minutes to, like, you know, clear the building, get everything set up, and then not have
0: much
2: time. Oh, yeah. yeah, And the the difference between the, I was at almost all the shows that weekend. The difference between AIW and all the other shows was all the other shows just used the collective ring and the collective mat. All that stuff, but we were we were not about that. We wanted to, you know, this we wanted this to be A.W. You know, we spent a good amount of money on custom A.W. turnbuckle pads earlier this year. We're gonna use them. We Dr. Dan and I painted that canvas. We're gonna fucking use it.
0: Yeah, and and probably also in hindsight, uh, a good move on our part and just for branding, branding. (laughs) branding and. You know, not bloodying uh, a canvas that's gonna get used all weekend.
2: <laughs> they freaking did a death match on it the next night, Steve, with light tubes and scissors. Yeah, but
0: we don't have to be responsible for it then. Yeah, I mean that wasn't my concern at all, but right. Uh, but the branding looks great. Like from all the pictures that yeah, we've gotten, uh, from just basically like the balcony and the balcony stuff. yeah balcony and yeah. hard cam standpoint, it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, so you
1: know, it's just kind of like, uh, let's just you know, let's get things together um we fucking uh you know it's just kind of like we're waiting for that we're waiting for that show uh to you know to click over you know what i mean and uh i'm just like you know i talked to pedro i talked you know say hello to some people and i'm just like okay like i don't like we had a goal my my goal was to sell 300 tickets in advance ourselves and then that didn't count the combos uh we hit that goal like two hours before the show, so I was like, as long as we hit that goal, like, 300 pre-sold is not an embarrassing number. Yeah. When you put the combos in, it's, like, closer to over 400 pre-sold. So I was, like, you know, I was pretty happy with that, that, you know, as long as, um, you know, people got out of the WrestleCon show and the MLW show, like, we weren't going to, you know, it wasn't going to look bad. Right. Uh, That was pretty much my only concern was like making sure people got there. So that's why I wanted to get the ticketing and stuff organized. Uh so like this is kind of like an embarrassing story but like I'm like I like go for a walk to like clear my head. I'm like dead in the zone. Like nobody can talk to me. I'm like fucking just like getting my thoughts together. I walk I walk around the block and this guy's like, "Oh, excuse me, sir." And I'm like can't fucking help you, dude. Like, he's shirtless. <laughs> he's shirtless wrapped in an American flag. So I'm like, this is a bum. And, uh, like, I'm just, like, so tensed out. Like, uh, and I keep walking. He's like, oh, no, I'm a worker. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I've been waiting for you all day. Uh, I was, like, depressed in my teenage years and I discovered AIW. And it, like, helped me and motivated me to be a wrestler. And I've been, like, waiting to meet you and tell you this all day. And I was oh, like, no. oh, <laughs> man, I feel like such a piece of shit right I now. I think I know who that was. And I was like, I feel like such a piece of shit right now. And I was like, uh, that, like, totally just, like, broke me out of, like, my fucking bad mood. And I was like, dude, I feel so bad right now. Because uh, I was, like, ready to kill mode at that yeah. point. Like, nobody could say a word to me at that point. Like, I was just, like, trying to, like, get my head straight. Because we've never run a show like this at all. Like we're, right. Uh, we're going live. We sure. ha- we have a fucking time restriction, like like we need to get out like out of the building by fucking two a.m. So it's like there's a lot going on. Half the show is not there yet. You know, like everybody's traveling in. We have to start at eleven.
0: Like and our big thing too is because the uh, there was a really kind of like a time restriction in terms of how quick people could get in to sit down. You and I keep talking. We're like, Hey, let's get on the microphone. Let's tell people sit in these seats in terms of general admission. Can't find the fucking guy who's in charge of turning the mic on. Right. He's
1: taking a smoke break or something because he's running the whole show. So
0: he finally shows up and turns the mic on two minutes before we're supposed to go live. Right. And I'm like, all right, please sit here in these seats. And they're like, Oh, we got 30 seconds. I'm like, you fucking kidding me.
1: Yeah. And like, uh, I just, I didn't leave the mo- I didn't leave the monitor really all night. Uh, I had the headsets on. I did the cues uh, and. Like, I didn't want to be bothered or get pulled into a conversation with somebody. And, like, I'm texting people. I'm like, where are you? Like, what's your ETA? Like, uh, it's it was fucking stressful. But we started that on time, I'm pretty sure. Like, right at 11.
3: Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: I made a couple of quick announcements. And they, they had uh, – it was kind of a cool setup. So, uh, was I guess Smart Mark had all their people there. Is that who – did Bruce yeah. bring the whole crew? Yeah. So, they had, like, a guy outside the ring – not, I mean, they had Gary, but then the other dude on camera, he had like an earpiece and he's able to talk to the sound guys and everybody else. And, like, all right, you want to roll this time? And they gave me like the cues, and I was like, all right, cool. Oh, well, I guess
1: before we even start, like, this how the show is booked is not. I was going to get into up. that
0: as we as we, as we uh, leave off because, because we had switched stuff around, we had, had to switch a lot around. of stuff around. I,
1: I had to rebook everything Friday morning. Um, once I learned the lineups for where everybody else is on, you know, MLW and what they have to do yeah. that night. And then, you know, uh, high spot super show, um, was closer than where MLW was. But, uh, you know, we had, uh, and then DDT as well. <laughs> so we had guys coming from all sorts of different areas and locations. And, uh, I, I initially wanted, you know, I wanted, man's engaged to go on way earlier and you know i learned that, that just can't happen so then i have to rebook i have to rebook the whole card and uh you know that was a whole a whole process friday morning uh you know friday like morning. what's that or Thursday, Thursday morning, morning. Thursday morning. Yes. Yeah, you see, definitely yeah,
5: knew I'm, anyone coming from MLW cuz those motherfuckers were covered in goddamn glitter from uh Teddy Hart.
2: Yeah.
1: So, it was Thursday morning. See, like my I'm already my days are already fucking off, right, you know?
0: Right. Uh but uh then you also had somebody who uh wanted their match to go one match later than what they were. Yeah,
1: Scott s- Yeah, Scott Scott wants the, his Scotty. He wants his moved back a little bit, but <laughs> I need a chick what he doesn't realize is like nobody else that's on after him is at the building yet. You know, like we don't have a full match for the rest of the, for the rest of the card. And,
0: uh, yeah. so let's start with this. What is supposed to lead off the show? Dom and Josh. Dom and Josh Bishop.
1: To set the precedent instead, for the night.
0: 11 o'clock, welcome everybody, waited to go home, blah, blah. Because they had the lowest expectation uh, of like fanfare wise of what yeah. they would do. And instead, now one of my favorite things is I saw on Twitter multiple times, fucking yeah, AIW, of course they would. Amazing booking to open with this match. 11 o'clock, or whatever. I was like, we're opening contest is a Mexican death match. And everybody's like, yeah, that's how you open the show. And in my mind, I'm seeing this, I'm like, Yep, that
1: is. But that's not how we were gonna do it. Well, we were gonna open it with a fucking with we what were. they were gonna do, and like I wanted, I wanted to space out the craziness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so
2: and you want to space out the tag team matches yeah, as well. I,
1: I wanted to space out, space out the tag matches, space out the craziness, um, and uh, you know we fucking like. Uh, I make the decision. I say, you know what? Like, the first thing people see is fucking. The fucking six 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 guys painted up, fucking yeah, uh, family. And they say, you know, like, and I know that I like for the first time ever, I give you specific instructions on how to ring announce the show. Yeah, uh, so which we, is we the, gave
0: essentially titles to the every opening
1: match. contest is the Mexican Death Match. Yeah, and that's totally just stolen from ECW pay per views. Like they would do that for every big fucking big match, and like everyone would pop.
0: And this is a, a rare moment where. Uh, we do intros as they're coming to the ring because of time constraints. Right. Which, you know, could,
1: could be adapted for uh, the show, you know, more shows than this, uh, to, to move it along. Uh, which is something that, you know, like I discovered like, Hey, you know, this, this definitely helped flow things a little better. Yeah. Uh, Um, but, uh, so we're doing this turnover before we even start, you know, like, the Steiner meet and greet is just—it doesn't go well because it's just there's no there's time. No time. It, it's a fucking mess. Um, it's hard to court like coordinate where he's at. He's in a spot, then he leaves a spot, then he goes back to a spot. Uh, like it's the worst meet and greet of all time. We made like eighty bucks. So Which is like the
0: other thing because you know not finding the microphone. Right, you couldn't like, make like, announcements. You're like, Hey, can you make this announcement? Like, yeah, let's, where the fuck is this guy?
1: Right, so and you know <laughs> then he wants a chick for, i need a chick i need a chick and then like uh know, I, you know, know i find that. Laurel and you know I, that's just who i saw you know like yeah, right? right she didn't you know she, she didn't do she didn't do her sla like she got nervous but uh you know and that was the only girl that i knew that was there you know if i then like i f- remember in retrospect lady frost is there and she would have been perfect f- for yeah. it but you know, what can you do? Like, it's there's so many zillion things going through my head.
0: At that moment, right.
5: I feel like, honestly, Laurel's involvement in that match, those slaps, like, I mean, I busted uh, fucking Swaggles' balls. I was like, man, how you feeling after those fucking slaps, brother? Hey. But, like, given, like, the ridiculousness of that match, like, on its face, those slaps worked right in there with that whole thing.
1: I hope so. I mean. I felt it so it, it's just like, it's a high pressure because I wanted to treat this like a real pay-per-view. Like I didn't want to treat this like just a show that's streaming. I, right. I want, you know, we didn't do video packages or anything, but I, I wanted it to flow like a real pay-per-view event. Like no downtime, like keep it rolling. Like, and, uh, dude, like we fucking burned through like half this card in like 45 minutes. Yeah. It's uh,
0: you. you know, you and I are texting throughout and then I'm like, uh, you know, we start. One of the things we start talking about is championship match. Later on, we're like, "Do we do a championship
1: style?" <laughs> yeah, because you're running back and forth to the backstage, but like I'm not. Like I'm on the stage yeah. area,
0: and I don't have an earpiece. So like, you the, our only communication is. It's just, I thought it's, you like, had one in. I'm telling. I'm calling stuff for it. I didn't know that you'd have no. one. No. So fucking Tom Dunn of all people has lost his earpiece somewhere from in between shows. And so Jake's like, "Hey, I don't have. I have a walkie-talkie, so you could use that. But I don't have an earpiece. I'm like, I'm not gonna have a walkie-talkie. It's not like I can, I can hear it up. What? It's coming out of his check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fuck like, it is. It's not like I can, you know, have a walk and hold a walkie-talkie and, and listen to it and stuff. And so if people watch his back and you see me on my cell phone, typically I'm texting John Thorne and trying to figure out what's going on with stuff. So and like that's another thing is like now nah, I'm like I'm texting people like."
1: You know, like, uh, there's a car coming from DDT. Like, I'm getting the status on them. Like, MLW car. Like, uh, like uh, Thrift Store Jobber and Wealth are going to drive the MLW people, but then once they found out, like, how they would have to miss the show, they're like, you know, like, yeah, we can't wait around all night. So uh, I don't know how, like, the I, I don't know how the MLW people end up getting there. Because um, fucking, yeah, they might have taken Uber because Tom Lawler comes – like MJF gets there early, then Tom Lawler and then eventually Mance. Uh but yeah, it's 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 hectic and like it, it is kind of barely legal ish on how down to the wire four minutes we are and there's no downtime. Like the show doesn't miss a doesn't miss a beat. I remember
5: there's- at a certain point it was like twelve fifty eight and like I was looking at the card and like look it out and I was like Oh, it's just the main left. And like fucking weight off my shoulders when
1: the so like i think when the main was coming out there was 40 minutes of airtime left or 45 yeah, minutes yeah. of airtime so it was probably earlier than twelve fifty eight, honestly
5: but yeah like it was like fucking like right there i was like oh fuck main's going out and it's this time all right yeah, yeah.
1: we like it, it it was it was flowing like it, it was, was good from that point and like i was like yelling like that's the only time when i was like fucking get him out like i was yelling into the air pieces like get him out of the fucking ring like let's go like yeah. on to the next thing like uh but uh yeah we start dead on time at, at at 11 and uh you know we go live on fight
0: and i'm not sure if we knew this at the time which one of the things that was really nice like yes, we had our students there which i try to give them directions because i got like big tuan which in hindsight is like i'm trying to have big tuan lead the charge in terms of where to position guys around the ring to keep people away while you know guys are fighting through the crowd i'm like but here's the number one mark while people are fighting through the crowd, is Big Twan. Yeah. So I got now I got to remind him over and over every match. Twan, get down! Uh, yeah, Guard I was I was going right behind. I was going to watch
1: this I was going match. crazy in like a group chat, like fucking crowd control, like yeah, crowd control, crowd control. So like, like I'm trying to. 'Cause we would we, like that. we're used to barricades, but like there's no barricades. No it's, barricades. Like, it's the fucking wild west. Yeah, so like. so
0: Twan I mean Tuan did find some guys, which was nice. I was able to put people in three or four different corners. And then uh I don't know if it was a G C
5: W that staffed some guys. So like every yeah, time Yeah, they right? started stepping in towards the end. The, when the ring had to be clean. I know uh, they were fucking Dom in, in surprised and... the shit out of some people in front row at the fucking start of your goddamn match. Well Oh yeah, yeah.
2: We'll so, get
5: to that. I mean the the
0: Mexican death match, it ends up being an awesome thing to kick things off, especially for AIW. You know, you, you see two staples and Eric Ryan and Bobby Beverly uh, doing their thing, and like, hey, this is one of the things that AIW is about is this just craziness and these these kind of matchups. You know, with Mexican.
1: Yeah, they Mexican do. The six, big six, thing is they they do this door full of forks, full which of is forks. disgusting.
5: Yeah, definitely set a tone.
1: And uh, you know, we get this cleaned up. Quick, oh, like quickly, and then it's right. It was,
2: it was during this match, though. Like, uh, somebody in the crowd started that bait the Biggins chant.
1: It was Adam Circumstance yes. and Joey Janella.
2: Well, yeah, and then Janelle, like, it started to die a little bit, and then Janela, like, came out and, like, started going crazy, and, like, that was a really cool moment. Which outside. I didn't
1: know. It people told awesome me, people moment. told me about that after the fact. Yeah. I didn't know who did it because I'm on the totally other we opposite got, side we got of the, the building. The AI
2: dub chants,
0: and then it led in, like, leads into yeah. the Chandler Biggins chants. That was one of the coolest things. I mean, it was the very beginning of the show, but still one of the coolest things that happened uh, that night to me. So we have that match, and then we go, like I said, we go roll right into the next one to a match that was, uh, I mean, I don't even know, no disrespect on, but I don't even know if I call it people's sleeper, because that would mean that people still kind of had some sort of level of expectation that it would steal the show. You know what I mean, and I don't think anybody even was no. thinking of that. But you guys, Dominic Greeny, Josh Bishop, turns out steals maybe not only this show, but to a lot of people's
2: opinion, the weekend. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things that Josh and I's match was all. It was kind of always in the card on the card in some way, shape, or form. Whether it was like a singles or it was, it was gonna.
1: It was supposed to be a, a dream tag. partner tag. With, All right, with prohibition and M dog and, and mystery guys.
2: Being, you know, I Phil job <laughs> Oh God, we could do a whole Patreon nice. special podcast on Phil nice. Baroni. Yeah, but, prohibition uh, couldn't make it. Uh, but prohibition couldn't make it, so you know, Thorne started. You know, we pitched some other dream tag partners, and it just didn't make any sense. So it Thorne, didn't fit what AIW was. No, and like uh-huh.
1: I was trying to keep this in the AIW show, right? And uh, I think I was just like, well, like, what if you? As a trainer, do the fucking match that put you on the fucking map and the fans the submit a surrender match,
2: yeah, and i I said, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I don't think Thorne had any idea of you know what we were gonna we were willing to do in this match, nor no. did the crowd have any idea no Will, i i did Jen, I, I didn't have any idea? <laughs> no there's a uh, especially the, that crowd on that first dive.
5: Oh, I yeah I don't, I don't
2: ever dive really and then and I, you fucking just came
5: straight from the middle of the
2: ring, yeah like, no like build up like just oh
5: there's don we go. diving, yeah
2: i mean it was it's one of those ties. things um i i talked to josh um after and there was a there's dylan hales goes who's there at the venue all day goes should i stay for this and josh goes you're gonna want to stay <laughs> Because he wasn't sure, and then he ended up staying for the whole show and said it was one of his shows of the weekend. You, you guys stabbing each other in, in the head? Oh, there was, there was a lot of stuff. Uh, man, was Wes Barkley gets involved
4: early. Driven. Ouch. You all right? I had to check on I'm you. Right. That it
3: did hurt, though.
4: You didn't use my spot I gave you, though, did you? WrestleMania oh, Yeah, still, I'm pretty
3: salty about this. Okay, so on the way there, you know, the, t- the countdown clock's ticking, and he goes, hey, I got this Odell Beckham jersey for the Browns. Wear that out well, there, and I was like, "That'd have been good." And then Sunday you WrestleMania, guys necessarily,
2: You guys weren't necessarily supposed to be bad guys off the rip, though. Like I'm, true, I'm the asshole true. trainer, right? You
3: know? Hey, I'm just running and gunning. So
2: like, maybe I should have worn the old Beckham jersey, but. Nice. Um, but there's a lot of Cleveland people there, though. Yeah, so I, think I had. had but that yeah, match was just that true, match yeah. was wild. That I match had was wild. I had some ideas in my head from some matches in the past that I hadn't gotten the chance to really do, um, that I knew Josh was a complete psychopath and would be willing to do. As well, um, when I Definitely. got to the venue, because I got to the venue at about 10 a.m. that day, because I had a couple shows beforehand, shows before, yeah. I get up on the stage and I, I look at the crew that mm-hmm. I was with and I said, eh, I think I'll have Josh throw me off this tonight. Whew. So, in that moment, Whew. again, Big twan,
0: you guys are fucking on the stage. Twan's <laughs> <laughs> on the stage. Fucking, Whoa. fucking. <laughs> <You> <laughs> retract are, that I, and then run you run guys, it back. Show, you guys are on the fucking stage. So, you, you're up there. And and he gets ready to awesome about you. And I got Tuan doing the hands on the head like, oh, I'm shit. on the ground.
3: Oh, shit. Damn near concussion
0: Bishop out. bomb.
5: Nice. I got to grab gotta grab, okay. I gotta grab awesome. Tuan.
0: And I'm like, Tuan, get the fuck on the ground
2: and get these people out of the fucking way, dude. Because yeah. I'm just so, envisioning the worst yeah, case I'm scenario. I'm have you
3: up there. I was like, oh, so shit. This is, so this
2: is one of the biggest spots of the match. And I, I knew it going in. So we, we requested a door for this spot. Um, and our door was supposed to be under the... Uh, stage side yeah well i'm selling off uh from whatever was before that I, I forgot at this point i josh is just destroying me with a steel chair um and i see him go under the ring for our door he can't find it ankles
4: <laughs> deep just, was just deep under, can't yeah. find yeah, he it was...
2: just cannot find it i watched josh bishop emerge with a half of a door
1: <laughs>
2: and i am, at this point i don't know what i'm thinking i'm, I'm losing a lot of blood. Uh, the other thing I remember was telling Josh before. I said, "Josh, when you set this up, those chairs are zip tied. You have to either pull them all the way out or push them all the way back." And Josh just had no clue what to do at this point. Sure. But he sets this half. He sets this half door up. I'm. Just, I bought ten
1: chairs, brand new, underneath the ring.
2: Oh no we used the we use the right chairs on this. We didn't use the the venue chairs because the venue chairs would have snapped had we done it with those. But uh, I'm also worried because I'm just bleeding all over the White sure. Eagle stage. Yeah. Um, Josh is bleeding all over the White Eagle stage, and uh, he puts me up on his shoulders. And I see this very small landing area, and I just say, "Well, if I die, at least I die in front of a lot of cool people."
0: Thank you. Do not.
2: And then, of course, the big, the big spot of the match is a spot that I've had kind of in my back pocket for like three years, um, and that's getting my cauliflower ear. You know, getting scary. him to shove the skewers into my cauliflower ear. Um, so that was something. And a lot of people will ask, did it hurt? And when I thought about it, I was like, ah, oh, most of the cells in there are dead. It probably won't hurt. Going in, there was no pain. It was the pulling them out, and ah. I was able to get about half of them out. And then I had to reach and go for a second and get the rest of them out. Ah. It, was, it was a lot.
0: I, I remember the conversation Sheesh. so many times of you saying just that. And you're like, I, I really like this because you, you wanted BJ to do it. Yep, yeah, I wanted, wanted BJ Tom to do it. do it. I wanted
2: Tom to do it. They both refused. And
0: you uh, continuously uh, told uh,
2: them. You're like, I tell these guys, it's cauliflower here. I'm not going to feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were wrong, huh? I, was, I was wrong, but i I'd do it again. <laughs> I mean, I would do it again. I mean, uh, and then, you know. Oh, that's going to scare me as much as off the stage though. Well, so. the off the stage here Clemens too because the, I I like the way my body landed and the way yeah. I sold it was like when a guy gets knocked out really badly yeah. and his arms are just the limp. T-rex armed. So but the uh the moment
0: you hit the ground. I was
2: yeah, like, I mean uh big shout out actually to Clemens for this because he did a great job being the ref getting in there and knowing the right times to ask if we were going to submit or surrender. Yeah. Um and it comes down to kind of something that I said on Twitter you know, Kingston cuts this promo, what was that, like, Wednesday? He puts this promo up about how we're out to show the world what is about, and yeah. it really resonated with Josh and myself. And I think it resonated with Josh and myself a little bit more to go out there and really kind of go balls to the wall because we were an afterthought. Our match was barely announced for the most part. Like, we had a match graphic put up, like, the week of. And, you know, Josh, I, think you I no, that's not Thornton's <laughs> fault. It was, we, I we, did we, it on we purpose. Built it, we built it late, too, and... Uh for the most part, I honestly, I had a fucking awful WrestleMania weekend the year before that I thought was going to make me as like a wrestler. And it was fucking terrible. And it just like led to a downward spiral of like six months in my life. So I just wanted to go out and just try to fucking be fearless and have a good time. And I think we accomplished it.
4: I was super proud of you guys. Oh, thank you, Nick. I was, a watch-
2: lot. I was watching it,
4: and I had a smile on my face the whole thank time. Thank
2: you. Uh, oh, the underrated factor of all this is uh, Takeda, the deathmatch guy, just losing his mind at all the stuff we're doing, and just like as it escalates, he's just loving it. I didn't even see him there. Yeah, That's he was. Weird. He was just cheesing like. That and there's awesome. a spot. There's at the end of the match. Uh, Josh walks to the back as they're after the finish, and G Raver gives him like this big fist bump with the biggest smile on his face. And uh, G Raver's like, "I think I might be losing my spot as a deathmatch guy." He
1: uh, he told me that uh, he was super nervous, and uh, Homicide yeah, gave this is him a great b- story too. Homicide <sighs> gave him a big pep talk, and he said it got him fucking so amped up.
2: I have I have a great story for you guys, uh, including the eagle of or the ghost of the White Eagle Hall, Mr. Phil Baroni.
1: <laughs> uh, yep. Well I thought oh Barone. before you even go on, I thought Barone. our show was gonna get canceled because Phil Baroni started before we're getting ready to switch over, oh, he God. started screaming at the staff and I was Is like that one
5: woman. I was at like, two points during that show I saw him get kicked out the back fucking door. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to come through the and then part. like I saw him get kicked out of the fucking front door. Yeah. Like Minutes apart, and the funny thing is, they like got him out of the back door, and he's like fucking like, oh, bring that one motherfucker back here, I'll fucking fight him, I don't give a fuck. And then like he got distracted by like a parking cone, he's like, I'll put this on his head, and then he's like fucking like put it over his dick, and he's like, <laughs> and like no one else is laughing. They're like, dude, just get him to the fucking Airbnb. They took him okay. to the Airbnb, and apparently
2: he came back. Yeah. So that was that. There was that in like right before our match. Like I had wrestled earlier in the day. And he kept on just repeatedly telling me how good I made him look, and he wanted to make sure he didn't hurt me the whole time. And he kept asking me, "You wrestling again? You wrestling again?" And I kept saying yes. And a, and it was just like You're surreal. About to go out. And we're about to roll we're about to roll out and like he's ready to fight the security because they're just trying to take right. him back to his Airbnb. This is like the fourth time he's trying to fight security. So like Phil Baroni, man, what a what a fucking. I, I guy. thought that
1: our show was gonna get canceled because I thought that they were gonna think that he came with us <laughs> and he was just screaming at the staff when we were waiting to load in.
2: I just remember Saturday or Friday afternoon, Phil Baroni almost gets kicked out of Chikara for, you know, using non Chikara language, and I noticed Mr. Brickster buying Baroni drinks
3: oh wow <laughs> flat thick and o'shea
2: edwards o'shea edwards respect literally for pride respect for ufc Le- o'shea a edwards well Br- here's the story brickster didn't know who he was nor did he know that he was causing a ruckus at the venue so o'shea edwards pulls him aside and goes yo brick what are you doing he's like he goes you're putting water on a gremlin right now
5: Dude, I saw a fucking uh, Barone during uh, fucking Orange uh, Cassidy's deal, and like fucking he was like, we were upstairs in like, you know, the Brothers Lounge or whatever, and like he was like going around saying what's up to people, and then like he made like some really long, weird fucking eye contact with me, he's like, yo, what's up, dude? And I was like, hey, man. You had the you had the look of a star.
1: I think when I was drunk at that Blackcraft show, I was going to test out Phil Barone. Yeah
2: ah he's
5: pretty testable at this point i mean uh, i was like eyeballing it i was like uh uh, if i was working
2: security right now yeah i
5: wouldn't really be worried about this guy
2: but i uh i derailed this um i usually hate most of my matches even when they're done and i was actually like really proud of this i thought we went out and we put on a really good show um i just remember going to clean the blood up after and the venue people and brett and you just saying hey don't get blood on anything Uh, and yeah, I mean, I I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I did not enjoy it come Friday morning when I woke up. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I did not enjoy it Saturday morning when I woke Imagine up. Imagine Josh
1: Bishop then getting right Saturday in the car and doing a fucking up. eight
2: hour drive. Well, true story. Josh Bishop texts me. We, Josh and I we we hug each. Other, you know, you know, we say bye to each other as he and there's a dad mobile, and um, <laughs> we don't say anything to each other all day Friday. And about nine p.m. Friday, I'm in bed. And he texts me and goes, are you alive? I go, yeah. I said, are you? And uh, that big weekend for Josh Bishop as he he made his first adult purchase ever and bought his own car.
4: Josh Bishop looked like a million bucks, dude.
2: He looked like mini Sid.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was ash washed. Yes, sir. People, people were into it,
2: but uh, it was it was Maybe. cool too because I, I spent Friday at the venue because I had another show on Friday and all the fans coming up to me and talking and a lot of people were very inquisitive about my ear so there was about fifteen or sixteen holes in my ear where the skewers had gone in. Uh, Sarah from Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling was very inquisitive to see what my ear looked like. Yeah,
1: Marty Derosa was texting me texting me when the show was going on. He said, you know, this is the best show yeah. so far.
2: So. It was it was really cool. Um, it was uh, I. There was a moment where Nick Gage officially christened me gang affiliated as I came hey. back with the Crimson Mask, and he talked about how pumped up he was because he loves violence. That's <laughs> Nicky. So Nick classic, Gage. classic Nikki. Um, um, Tom Waller as he came up, and I think I don't know if I was st- I was either still bleeding or I just cleaned up. He goes, "What the fuck did you guys do?" Yeah, he texted sure. me a couple of days later. Uh, claiming his hero worship for myself and Josh Bishop.
1: Yeah, he watched it and he said it was crazy.
0: So, so from there, we roll into the four way tag team title match to Infinity and Beyond, Jollyville Fuckets, uh, production, which is Derek Director, Eddie Only, Dan Housing comes out with them, and PME. And this is another classic, to your point, John. You said this is going to be an AIW show, which uh, I think, in hindsight, if you looked back compared to, and we've talked about it compared to what other people did. This, it was the right move for us and people lauded that all weekend but this is a classic aiw matchup right here this yeah and,
1: and this definitely redeems from the four-way from the seven-year itch you know the four-way yeah. tag uh these these guys end up actually going under time uh it's like a, it's it's like a six and a half minute sprint like
4: from start to finish yeah, i went outside to uh Tell you guys a good job, and when I came back
2: in, it was over. Yeah, it
1: was fast. I mean, it
2: was fast and furious. Uh, one of the one of the cool things from this was uh, while there was a, a good contingent of the Cleveland crew, there you know there's a big crew. And at this point, most of the WrestleCon Super Show people have finally arrived. Uh, MLW people have finally arrived in terms of fans. Yeah. Really. Um. So a lot of these fans don't really know who some of the like the more localized teams are, like PME. But the you know shout out to the AIW fans who were there. And they got the crowd into PME, and PME yeah.
0: had won this crowd over by the end of the match. For sure. It's kind of difficult to knock it in that
2: sweet-ass Phil Collins jam playing at the beginning. Though, you <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. well little Susugio. I remember they, they didn't originally want to use that. And I remember uh, Biggins and Thorne, I think, were like, before they even started training at the NW score, were like, no, no, you guys have to use Phil Collins. Like, Philly Collins is one of the members of the team. Yeah, yeah. I don't
0: remember, to be honest with you.
2: Well, because he used to come
0: out to it. Easy Lover,
2: right? Yeah, I think they used to come out to Easy Lover, it and it didn't work.
0: So, I mean, this match, again, it's its a six-and-a-half-minute, just guys all over the place, melee, craziness. Uh, the world gets to see, if they hadn't before, T-Money and the Pounce. Cheech cuts his fucking death row record, source awards,
2: fucking hmm. promo at
0: the
1: end.
2: Actually, really uh, forgotten topic. Uh, Nasty Russ breaks his finger like 30 seconds into the match. I didn't oh, even yeah. know that. How did he do this? Uh, I don't remember what it was on exactly, but he breaks his finger very quickly.
0: I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're like Ouch. immediately. Yeah, very quickly into the match.
0: Yeah, Source of Wars promo. Do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. They went under time, so he had time to do it. I guess you don't hear Cheech talk often.
1: He's really a stick. Stand-up. He's a stick guy now.
0: Yeah, but yeah, he likes it now. Uh, And from there, we roll into uh, a matchup that was supposed to be a little bit further back, but then gets shifted around due to when people are going to be there. And then also because uh, then it moves up one more spot uh, because Scott Steiner wants to go a little bit later. And instead, coming in the fourth spot, we get Eddie Kingston and Shinjiro Otani.
1: Yes, this was supposed to be where Steiner and Swaggle is. A bumping back one uh this is uh a very good match i think this is class you know a classic uh match that people can go back and watch multiple times
0: one of the things uh uh my takeaways from this is knowing what happened the outcome of this match how it turned out how into it the crowd was and how much love people gave it after the fact was talking to Eddie very early on, like before we get out to the show, even, and he's talking to him for the first time, and like you know, you ready for this? you Feel good about it? And he says, "I don't
2: know how this is gonna go." I was, I had just gotten done finally cleaning all all the blood off, and this was the one match that I'm gonna have to go back and watch because I didn't see it. Um, I I know Colin Delaney was raving about it, and uh, when I went to the outside locker room to just kind of check base with everybody, uh, I saw. Kingston with a very rare smile on his face. And I looked at him because I knew he had wrestled Manasato Tanaka earlier in the night. And he had told me, you know, months prior that there were two, ma- like I was one of the matches that kept getting canceled. And Tanaka was the one he wanted way more that kept getting canceled. So he got to have these two dream matches against two guys that were tag partners. And I looked at Kingston. And I said, Yo, if you walked out in the middle of the street right now and a car hit you, would you die happy? And he just got a real, like, big smile and said, I could die tomorrow, Dom. I could <laughs> die tomorrow.
0: I love, I forgot, there's one, there's a couple moments in this match, as serious as it was, and they're just, you know, just slapping the hell out of each other, when uh, Eddie's in the one corner.
1: And does and, the the boot scrapes.
0: The boot scrapes, but then knocks out his own guys yeah. when he does the running boot. I, just, I think it was Takeda, was that Takeda? Don,
2: Hideki Suzuki. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I was like, I don't remember who was over there. But I fucking just, I lost it. He did it like three times made me laugh every single time
1: and i think like uh so i think eddie Kingston throws a chop and it wakes otani up and that really like changes the the mood of the whole the whole match uh you know because i guess there's communication issues or whatever when they're trying to figure it out because because we're changing over and i go hey like uh so the game changer people said uh Hey, uh, what time is Otani getting here and they go, "Oh, we should probably send an Uber to go pick him up." And i was like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, so like he, they had a very short amount of time to work through, you know, the language barrier and yeah. get a match together and uh, you know, they end up, you know, going like almost 20 minutes, I think.
0: Yeah, they go F- amount. They're I mean, they're or, or maybe not that long, but No, nah, but they go about 15, I think. Yeah. They they they're one of that first half matches. That- Oh, they really up that
2: were not technical halves on this show because there was
0: no intermission. Yeah, but I was, I, in my mind, I maybe they didn't go ready.
1: twenty, but I don't know. But yeah. it was good, regardless.
0: They were. I remember, you know, there was a point where it seemed like we were going to get our the first, you know, four of the first half of the the card through within like forty five minutes, and then these guys brought us closer to like an hour. Yeah, you know, but, uh, but it was still awesome. And so then we roll into. Uh, biggest hype match of the, weekend. of the weekend Scott Steiner and and Swoggle and
2: uh so the microphone that we had to use there is wired in oh by the way at this point um I'm down I think I'm down near the locker room and Thorne goes hey go get Steiner they're up next and I go to get Scotty and he goes oh can we get put back one more I said no no Scott I said you guys gotta go now you gotta get down there bud how and do you take that he's like okay <laughs> I like you knew. He, you guys already pushed him back yeah. one. Yeah, great. so he's got to go. I'm like, I'm like, we got nowhere, nowhere else to go, Scotty. I'm sorry.
3: That main. <laughs> trying to get that main. Classic, yeah. <laughs> classic NWO brother. Speaking of people that were there though.
1: Oh yeah, like fucking who was in the crowd? Conrad Thompson. I didn't even know was there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Xavier Woods.
2: Conrad loved uh, Luke Harper. Dom's match. So Xavier Woods. Wait, Conrad actually watched my match. I, he, I thought he was gone before. That. Yeah, I, I no, I, I think he watched that.
0: Oh. Xavier Woods doesn't see only thing with him is he wants to come see Steiner Swoggle, but there were a lot of people who still thought we were starting at midnight and missed the whole thing that we got pushed up to 11. He's one of them.
2: Well, there was also some schedules that were out still. Like, I saw some schedules.
0: Some people scheduled the, yeah, put us out. Yeah, still had us minute. up at midnight, so. So he shows up and misses that match, but still loves everything else he sees. So Scott Steiner comes out. And, and he had warned me ahead of time, like, hey, I'm going to use the mic or whatever. So, all right, cool. So, I tell the little stagehand guy or whoever's helping me, I'm like, look, he's going to need the mic. Make sure he can move around with this. So, we pull out all his cords. Scott's like, give me the fucking mic. Well, dude makes a mistake and hands it to him, like, through the ropes as opposed to around. So, this... Automatically limits Scotty with the mic, oh, no and the whole time this poor dude's trying to get Scott's attention, like, "Hey, give me the mic real quick!" Like, go, like, trying to
3: tell him to go around. He didn't have time it. for that. He was in the zone. But you know, he how Scotty gets. makes the
0: mistake of touching <laughs> Scott Steiner, and if you watch it back, Scott just puts the mic down and he just looks at Scott. Don't fucking touch me ever again. And I'm like, oh fuck, he's gonna destroy this in the kid Steiner the recliner. Really? had started yeah dude? But uh, this is a fun one,
1: and somehow. It goes better than I th- think it was ever supposed to How, be.
0: Okay.
2: How scared were you, what was it, about three weeks before the show, when you get a message from Scott that says, Am I wrestling Swoggle? Yeah.
1: Well, it's about a month or a month and a half. So then that's a process. And then he doesn't respond to me for, like, weeks. And then... Uh, then he gets mad because I talked about the the midget tossing thing on mm-hmm. the Fightful interview. So then I think it's blown again. Hey,
2: Who thought? Who thought Scotty up on up on Fightful and everything? Yeah, he's up on
1: it. So uh, this goes way better though than I think it had any business to be. Um, Steiner sell he sells for Swoggle. They do some stuff. Shout out to New Talent Initiative again. Cabana Man Dan. The, the, Andre,
2: the Andre the Giant of Midgets, I believe, is what uh, Steiner said. <laughs>
1: So Steiner called. He wants me to find another midget, and I cannot. I could not find one. Uh, I try. I talked to one guy, and he just wanted way too much money. Uh, and I go, I, I, don't got a midget, but I know this short guy that's going to be there. <laughs> and uh, that's how Cabana Man Dan get, comes into play. Uh, I just I'm remembered very how tired she-
2: Cabana Man Dan, whose flight landed uh, at 10 a.m. at the airport, when we had a call time of 10 a.m. for the first show that he was on with me.
1: Yeah, so I was like, you know, I remember being short, so I'm just going to go with Cabana Man Dan. <laughs> S- and Swaggle kept going. When he walked in, he goes, how fucking tall are you? <laughs> and what, and what did he say, like 5'3 or something? Yeah, like 5'4,
2: I he's think.
1: He's like, 5'4. He's like, 5 fucking 4. He goes... Steiner is gonna fucking kill me, dude. Like Steiner is gonna kill me.
2: In, in hindsight, there's only one other person you could have got that was shorter than Cabanamad. Dan, it would have been Logan Stunt, Marco's little brother. Oh, I
1: didn't even know who that
2: is. Yeah, I didn't know. If I had known you were looking for somebody that short, I would have. I would have said, "Hey, Look for a midget." Logan Stunt? I mean, that's about as close. I didn't. I fucking. I was nine hours deep at the White Eagle Hall at this point. Phil Baroni won't fucking leave me alone.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, Doctor Dan.
2: Nine hours.
1: Yeah, <laughs> this
2: goes. This <laughs> goes. This goes good. I
1: think it's entertaining. I think it's memorable to a point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh,
2: Laurel throws the worst slap ever from everything I've heard. I. It, I it's bad. Well, like I said, it worked
5: for the choice. whole ridiculousness of the thing. Okay.
2: Like. Okay. Steiner
1: cut some good promos. Uh, I
5: was getting like fucking paranoid at this point because I'm like oh, is he going to like go long on this shit? Because like, the show is, like moving in a good clip, and I'm like, oh, man, Steiner could
2: just... Yo, Steiner to- bust out a flat ladder during yeah. this match, and it shocked me.
5: Yeah.
0: I'm trying to remember what his uh, his math promo was during this match. His promo leading up to it, fucking amazing match. I he was, love- yeah, he
3: was doing some math, and then I think halfway through he just said, "Oh, screw it, play the song. What a fucking song.
2: These short pieces of
0: fucking shit. <laughs> that, the promo, promo leading, the up, the to it,
2: leading though, up to it, yeah. do we have confirmation if that was shot on a Motorola Razor? <laughs>
1: I don't know, dude. I don't know. But that was like, the classic the qual- Steiner the, the, stuff, the right there. The
2: quality of the promo, great. The video quality of the promo, horrible. Yeah, if anyone, yeah, a couple if, filters a couple more filters. Yeah, that's that's Thor. did a very good job. If anyone wants to know, out. if
1: anyone wants to know, there why there's that fucking TV fucking setup for that promo. It's because this fucking the uh, it looked like it was shot on a razor phone, which I think they just. Texted it to me without Wi-Fi, so it came out all pixelated.
2: Uh, well, what they did if they did text it to you, that's why because it, because it yeah it, it was degrades to me. The quality. So they needed to send it to you on uh, like a Dropbox it, well, or.
1: Well, okay, or dude. Like, come on.
2: Like, like, I was happy boxes. I got you it, were, dude. Uh, Scotty, I was, yeah, change my flight. Cheese my
5: flight.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was happy small, I got it. Small package, small people, big things come in small packages. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Your girlfriend calls me. She says, "Your little package can't fit in her big box." <laughs> Crazy. Oh, Scotty! He's
1: crazy. Yeah, he's a nutbag. But Scotty, uh, Scotty gets the W. Here. Oh, so, Scotty. yeah, I mean, oh, of, of course, I wasn't even gonna—I wasn't even gonna approach that. dude. <laughs> 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 this was a hard enough fucking thing to get in the ring, yeah. you know. Like,
2: you know, this is this is one of Swagger's dream matches, though. So, it was one of those things that you wanted to put together. I don't him. know if it was a dream or a nightmare for him well, after I it was think, done. I but th- I think, in theory, is a dream, and then an execution for the poor guy ended up having to be a nightmare.
1: I mean, I don't know. I think, you know, I think it was entertaining. Yeah, you know? for
2: sure.
0: It was yeah. definitely
2: entertaining.
1: Definitely. I just don't think, you know, like, oh. it, it
0: was never going to be a, f- a five-star classic. I didn't really see, though, some of this, this much of this match live, now that I think about it, it's all the running... Run uh,
5: it was, running I mean, it's a forward, spectacle, but, you yeah. know. Uh, that boot at the start was amazing.
0: Oh, yeah, the, the boot, big boot, I saw yeah. the boot, yeah. yeah. Then we roll into uh, our our tag match. Which we've covered previously. So, which these can, guys, these guys just show up right before, right before.
2: This is, these are four guys, though, that a real good rapport with each other. That
1: yeah. work together. Enough, yeah, which so. was
0: which was great. That was a huge benefit there. The Ethan big, Page and MJF, Doctor Dan's in the corner with Ethan Page, Koloban and Space Monkey. It's supposed to be Grado.
1: Yeah, he pulls we, out for we, fucking taping.
0: Right, it's fucking uh, re- really missed. Uh, 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 they showed up. they're so, like they showed up. Literally right before this, so much so that Ethan Page's music hits. I don't know. I just know that he's there. I don't know that they're not ready or anything. It takes him a while to come. out. It takes out. him a while to come out. Yeah, I think that shows. Does that show up on his vlog or something? I don't I hear know. you. And like, he's got something going on, and and. Uh, you're like, yeah, man. No, you're like, make them wait, make them wait. That's not me. Oh, it's maybe it was a different match. Like somebody says, make them wait because you're a star or something. No, yeah, that's that I'm wasn't. Like this sounds like I was a, was at a different show. Being not said. that show. I wasn't back. I wasn't at the curtain at all. Oh, uh, that's true. You were there. But the it, big the
1: big thing from this is the music guy messing up the music cues because he sees
0: Dan and uh Ethan page. page in the ring thinks that's and he the thinks that team, team. Yeah, yeah and mjf not there so, so that becomes like a little... he plays
1: cabana's music next and then they're yeah. looking at me and i'm like dude i don't know and i have no way to communicate with this guy and i'm like how the fuck are we gonna
0: save this we had some uh mini under our breath conversations like going on in the ring and there was a lot of uh eye contact and i was like hey. we just like, all right, let's see what he plays. And, we and Cabana play. and then so Ethan speak. Page oh, just you. fucking
1: figured out on the fly to get it. Yeah, something
2: along the lines of, like...
1: Make him come out to my music. And I'm like, dad, because, he's grounded, yeah. because I'm
2: his dad, because he's, and he's grounded, so he's going to use my music tonight. And
0: Yeah, they just do it all on the fly. That's
2: just, that's just being professionals right there. We right ask
0: you know? uh, like Cabana... Yeah, Cabana looks at me, and like, well, who's his partner? I go, oh, Dan, are you his partner? And we work working from yeah. there. It's great, perfect. It plays off the whole MJF and fucking... <laughs> MJF Cabana stuff. Yep. And then I think
1: at this point somebody texts me Mance is here.
0: So he's not even there yet.
1: No, like w- during this match, I get a text Mance and they is here. Are next. Yeah, they are. Mance is here. Tom Lawler. Wa- I saw him walk in at some point <laughs> during the show, and he just walks straight through the front door. He must have taken Uber and got dropped off. He goes straight through the front door, walks through the crowd, and right through the curtain to get to the back.
0: Um, <laughs> Tom Lawler is a thing that that kills me in that like, so when you got to get everybody's intro and we, you and I talked about this before and you're like, dude, just get everybody's thinks we're not going to have time. And I'm like, yeah, perfect. I have 95% of this cards introductions. So that was no problem. I have it all. We're good to go. But Tom Lawler is a guy that wants to change his every every single fucking time. So the like three matches, Leading up to his, I had to keep running back and forth. Tom Lawler here, yet Tom Lawler here, just to get. Yeah, it what was a hectic scene. It was a hectic second. scene.
2: Are you you want, you want to hear about about a great Doctor Dan meltdown? Sure. So uh, at the point that Cabana and this Cabana matches in the ring, I walk up on the stage to thank you and uh, you know to see how everything's going, and you go, "Hey Dom, can you tell Doctor Dan to um, tell the sound guy that we're going to do main event intros." And I said, "Yeah, not a problem." So uh, I go to the back. The cabana match just ended, and I go, "Hey Dan," I said, Thorne would like you would like you to go up to the sound guy." I, at this point, I didn't know it was J Rose. You know, I'm like, "Hey." I, I just, just knew Dan set him up. Yeah, you did. Dan set him up, and that's all I knew too. So I'm like, "Hey Dan," you know, Thorn wants you to let the sound guy know that um, they were going to do main event intros for the main event. And you would have thought, like, I I kicked him in the balls. Like, he got so angry at me. He was like, are you fucking, are you kidding me? Am I the only person that can do anything around here? And I'm like, and I literally go, hey, man. Like, I don't know who's doing the sound. Could you please just do this? And he's freaking out. I think his hair piece is up all <laughs> the time. Like, dude. it's just well, I thought Dr. bad day. He's
4: 42 years old. Did he go? Did he I didn't go? Know he was on a 25. Yeah,
0: he did. He did so, go So The one it. advantage we had was going back to the one camera guy had the earpiece. Yeah, and I like so did. So we it. doubled up on that because I was it's, like, it's
2: a five. It's a, The problem here is it's like a 10 second thing. Like, yeah. I know you set up a lot of stuff, but like.
0: I thought about it after the fact. I just the got fact, thrown too. off a
2: fucking stage. Like, can you fucking do this for me, man?
0: After the fact, too, I thought about it. I'm like, well, it really doesn't make that much of a difference right all the sound guy knows is i'm going to play music these dudes are going to come out he's not paying attention to yeah, whether but I, i'm introducing I, but
2: it's the, or the fear of like maybe the mic gets cut or something like he cuts the mic yeah so, like the that's mic's true. not live after or he doesn't because, play the next song until yeah, you know until you're doing you, the like, entrance the announcement. so like we just wanted to cover our bases and dr dan like you would have thought like i asked him to go buy like a hooker off the corner or something like he was <laughs> that he was like, What's that, wrong like that pissed off right I, I told mean, the one dude, because I didn't get
0: your text back to see if we got anybody to go do it, so I made sure to tell the guy with the earpiece, too, just to make sure we had everything covered. Uh, but Manser, Nick Gage, I don't want to past that. Featuring the Duke. Featuring the Duke, who takes an uh, unprotected yeah. chair
2: shot. Oof. And, there it uh, is. And the, du- the Duke knuckle showing on the showing on The camera. Duke
4: knuckle, yeah. So at this point in the day is when I got my first text from Thorne. Give me a drink. Uh-oh. I think there that's it like when the last man showed up, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as soon as,
1: yeah, as soon as, uh, as soon as Mance showed up, I texted Sick. I said, "I'm ready for a Tito's now. They're all here, <laughs> and we got one and a half to. We got, we got one and a half to go." It took you that long for the. Two. I didn't have one drink all day until Mance. Until I heard. Till I got the text, Mance Warner was there, and fucking everyone's everyone's there for the last two matches.
0: In hindsight, I'm so glad this was supposed to be the third match on the card. And no, I'm so it? yeah, yeah it's
2: supposed okay. to be three I forgot I mean i so forgotten. I'm so glad
0: that it goes later because it just had big fight feel to it from the crowd immediately, I yeah mean, the, in, the, in retrospect, the
1: changes helped the card, I think, yeah, and the yeah, pacing too.
0: like this show in general, you know i, I mentioned a couple of times that like I was running around is going crazy, so like this was a show to me that like I didn't get to see a lot of what was happening but being there on the ground floor you could feel everything from like the energy yeah, and yeah, it was one of the coolest feelings ever that I, i've had in terms of like doing this with everyone and i was like i just you just felt in that moment like whatever is happening right now and what we're doing right now this is special this yeah, is it's something working. really awesome
1: yeah as soon as but as soon as fucking mance got there i was like give me a drink i need yes, a drink. drink i'm ready Ready to have a fucking drink, finally. Here it is. And
0: the only thing that these guys disappoint some people on is that they didn't bleed enough. Everybody's like, somehow this was like the violent match that you thought it was going to be, and they didn't bleed.
4: Yeah,
1: they just hit each other hard, and uh, you know maybe they could have did color, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I didn't care at that point. Uh, But uh, I was just happy. Like we're heading in the home stretch, man. This is where I should start feeling some relief and I go we're going to fucking I look at the clock and like there's like there's like an hour and a, there's like an hour and a half left and uh fucking uh or maybe you know like an hour left and I'm like we're going to fucking make it and uh
0: can you know, we end this with, like, 45 minutes, 50 minutes left? Yeah,
1: I think, I think, I think we have, like, 45 minutes of airtime left when it's main event time.
0: And the guys in the main event really were pushing hard for, unbeknownst to you, even though you and I were talking about doing the championship intros the entire time, they're like, well, oh, no, fuck it, like, w- the match will be whatever the matches want to be. We want the fucking championship intro. I'm like, uh-huh, all
1: all right. And we didn't know, like, until the fuck because we we're running live so it's like yeah. we had to wait and see and then they end up having so much extra time they're all worried that they were going to get cut you know cut short because yeah. somebody was going to go over but like props to everybody on the show like people hit their times or went under their time and took it being live seriously and uh you know as, as as some of right. uh, yeah as some of the other shows experienced throughout the weekend you know oh boy they get they get in time trouble and uh, right. you know we we go into our we go into our main event with you know at least forty minutes ready to go and they get to have a long main event you know is it a five star no but it was it was a main event you know it was a main event style for sure yeah and, so we go PB smooth uh, Tim Dons, Tom Lawler Matthew Justice and uh, and it's it, what I knew that I made the right choice when of how this was ending when you're doing the intros and you say hailing from the Funhouse Bar on West 117th Street, Filthy Tom Lawler, and the place (laughs) goes nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people went... Because the one thing I do discover, which I don't, like, you know, we didn't discuss on the weekend fucking recap, is what I was so uncomfortable about it, but walking down the fucking Newark Avenue in Jersey City fucking Friday afternoon... I got stopped by so many fucking people the fucking about the podcast. And I was like, this is blowing my mind. Like, I fucking so many people were stopping me about the A.W. podcast.
5: I was and, getting blown the fuck up, and I'm like, I'm trash on this thing. Like, what the fuck? And it's like, it really makes you realize,
1: like, you fucking you know, you built like we've built like a community it's like of like a new listeners
5: yeah. in wrestling too. Like, yeah period. Sure. Like, like, like there used to be like local market like promos or this or that, like but like fucking like or programs, but now there's fucking podcasts. Yeah, and- like
2: for everybody that talked about my matches that weekend, it would also be like, Hey man, I love you on the podcast and I was like, Oh wow, okay. I'm usually just an asshole. Yeah, and I was like,
1: Man, this is so like it was getting to the point to where it was almost like uncomfortable. Mm-hmm to where I was like, oh yeah,
2: because
0: I I don't know what to say, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's I mean, it's a good weird, like, you you know, when you're talking about uh, people, like, having a lot of new fans there, like, faces that we haven't seen, there were so many people who were, like, asking me questions and doing stuff and referring to me by full name and at no point in the show did I say, I'm, Steve Guy or whatever but p- before the show I'm out there and people are asking me stuff about the starting and everything and I'm like man this is so bizarre these are these are faces I've never seen before and they're all talking to
4: me like yeah we know you really well and I'm like I, I, if I Thorne got stopped by like 100 people how many people did you get stopped by <laughs> <laughs> Obviously you know that answer. 200 <laughs> 100. 101, brother.
2: One up. As 101. Always, Steve.
1: No, it was it was it was uncomfortable though, but Nick Nick did like like we fucking stopped at a bar and I was like, "Man, this is like getting uncomfortable. I can't even walk down this street, which is so fucking weird to say, even out loud. I feel like a douchebag saying that out loud." But he was like, "Literally, probably every person that listens to your podcast is in this city right now." Yeah. Like or the majority of them.
0: It's I told this
5: story. All the free drinks.
1: Yeah, tons of free drinks. At, drinks? Fucking, at WrestleCon, the, uh, this couple came up to me, and they were like, never seen, you know, like, uh, never seen AEW Live before, but we listened to the podcast, and we were like, oh, my God, that guy over there, losing his mind, has to be Big Tuan, because we listened to the podcast.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I've tried to tell you the reach of this previously. Like, uh, Dom, you remember... When you guys went to WrestleMania in Dallas, it was you or maybe it was outside of Orlando, it was you and uh and Dan. It was that, that was that Orlando, but I was i went okay. to Dallas. And I walk up Ethan. to you guys at that point and you guys you guys are like in line to go in mm-hmm. and you're like, Steve, Steve, or whatever and you say, you know, Steve Guy and we're talking and somebody gets out of line briefly for the moment and just walks up to us, I'm like, Oh, Steve you're Steve Guy. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah, there's Dom Green or whatever and so they're like, Oh Listen to, the, <laughs> listen to the podcast and that was, you know, that's WrestleMania two years ago, two years ago. Yeah, it's cra- It's
1: crazy. Like it's it fucking it blows my mind. Like it was blowing my mind. So like I think like when you say hailing from the Funhouse Bar, I think that made me realize, wow, there probably are a fucking shit ton of podcast listeners here. Yeah, uh, that have never been in the IW before well, because why would that ever like even like there weren't that many Cleveland people there. No, you know, like there're thirty people from Cleveland, Porta. You know what I mean? Like,
2: Edward, so like watched, that, watched it on, uh, on that on TV. TV
1: that gets the biggest pop fight of the TV. night is the Funhouse thing. Yeah, hundred like, percent as far as intros goes. And I was like, pff, dude, like there's not that many people from Cleveland here. Like
0: Tom, who. In this, how do these people know that? You know so what I mean? Tom and I debated that because we, like, yeah, we always try to have fun with his intros. And he's like, yeah, do you think I should say it? I'm like, dude, fuck yeah. Because even if it's not for the live crowd, you know, it's the people who are watching at home are really going to enjoy it. And he's like, yeah. It goes, plus, he goes, to me, this is my home and that's my home. I'm like, yeah, so let's do it even just for us and, like, our, our true fan base. If it goes over, it goes over. And, like, it was just something he wanted to do as, like, a... I love AIW and everything it's about, no matter what reaction he got. So, to get that reaction was even cooler for him.
1: Yeah. And, you know, they have a good, they have a pretty good match. You know, it goes, it's long. It feels like a main event of a pay per view. That was yeah. what its intention was. Uh, and, you know, we end with new absolute champ, Filthy Tom Lawler. He cuts uh, a good promo to close the show as well. And, uh, you know, it's uh, drinks a fan's beer, throws it, and uh, catches at it. At that either. point, I, I I grab the fucking commentary and I say, "I thank God it's over. I'm so happy it's over." I'm
2: just happy it's over. Pretty yeah. much, pretty much, just uh, like barely legal, as World said earlier. Four minutes left to spare, and you go off the air.
1: Yeah, I mean, we and like, you know, like I kept telling him, I was like, "You guys got four, you know, like." you guys got four minutes, four minutes. Like we, we hit, we went off with some time to spare. So, I mean, I was worried about hitting that time for fucking six months. We did it. Yep. Uh,
0: worldwide. Thanks for helping me pick out my outfit again. I forget, I've got enough I props, but, uh, you I were, don't check
5: off every box. I took off the, a couple of boxes. You
0: were the only, only person I told going in and, Help me pick out the jacket.
5: Well, I mean, we're betting, we're we're
1: bet we're taking bets all day. What your outfit would be? Unicorn ascot. I was I was close, kind of. I said uh, velvet or satin full pajama suit for the slumber party oh, massacre. Yeah, like,
5: well, smoking jacket all day. Smoking like jacket, yeah, you have red velvet jacket.
0: Uh The ascot was a unicorn ascot, handmade by some lady in the UK. Yeah, we had like we had private
5: extra to get it. Yeah,
1: we had time. private side bets going all day on what your outfit would be.
5: Shout out to Xavier Woods. Now we know where vanity. your uh, hair can sucks. go. Fucking, like I said, no haircuts between here and uh, what did Swaggle, August. Swaggle, Swaggle was betting on. What did he bet on? My shirt? He
4: yeah, he shirt? was saying some off-the-wall shit. My question for you, Steve guys: did you come home with a like a new uh, suit?
0: I come home with a new suit? Mm-hmm. Oh, from the Goldsteins?
4: Mm-hmm. No, but uh,
0: Josh Goldstein has fabric. Did you do a fitting? No, he has a fabric waiting for me <laughs> to drive back up. And uh, hook me up with a tailor. Get your neck size. Okay.
4: My, yes. Get my, get my <laughs> neck He's got to get his
1: fucking wingspan.
0: He's got to get everything. Got to get the the
4: inseam, all that shit. But so. on the show, I fucking. Uh, did you have fun? I was just a spectator. Thorn was in his in his in his zone, so uh, I let him be, and uh, it was awesome. How
3: many drinks did you have? A lot. A lot <laughs> White Eagle man White Hall White
4: Hall We're back
5: fucking, uh, Those uh, Modellos or? I was just
4: doing Bud Light Giraffes man And it I, all I, Probably yeah. five bucks But they all They all came out of me When I got back in Cleveland So yeah. I two drinks I don't
1: think you know, they man. clean Those fucking Hoses out there yeah, right. And they
4: flush the system yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Two drinks I go I get my uh, First drink J-Mo Ginger And the bartender And she goes Oh $12 I go what $12 And she's like Yeah I'm like fucking jersey man and yeah. then i go back up like an hour later or whatever and i'm like yeah can i get a jmo ginger again she goes uh nine dollars i'm like yeah what? the price has changed i go nine dollars she's weird. like well i felt bad and you know
1: no they like, kept changing jersey the prices things. they were uh, fucking okay they're doing it like music links man the prices varied
0: <laughs> she did load it up though so i was i was like all right that's cool
1: so i mean that's uh the slumber party massacre i guess in a nutshell we uh we tear out of there pretty quick. and uh,
0: Now that's over, are you happy
1: that you castle. did it? Yeah, I'm happy we did it. Right. Yeah, I'm happy we did it. Tampa? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> well, nice. I mean,
2: the validation, okay, what a lot of people might understand is the validation for, like, Thorne and, honestly, the whole roster because, what, it was about a week before the show, those guys fucking do that yeah, podcast. Yeah, people, people
1: were saying, like, we sh- didn't we belong sh- we there. Didn't yeah.
2: belong, we didn't belong. We should stay in Cleveland and we go out there and we fucking arguably have what many people consider the show of the weekend right uh, just a fucking sprint that was fun it kept the the heart of IW. because here's the thing when promoters go out there and they do these Wrestlemania weekend shows they have a pretty much a pick of all the talent in the world within you know a 20 30 mile radius and they can get everybody certain guys are willing to you know take money like yeah, cheaper cheap, rates cheaper rates because they can stack more shows sell more merch um and that was something that from the beginning when thorne decided to do this show he wanted to avoid and he very much let me know that he said we're not running a super show we're doing an aiw show and i think that he did an amazing job of keeping that aiw feel within yeah. it one of the it, best
0: compliments i think we got after the fact was uh Bix in his article on on Deadspin, shout at Dave Bix's man between the sheets and just Met describing you in the flesh. what's up, buddy. Overall, describing our show as what was probably the funnest show of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like if you're gonna en- encapsulate something with what AIW is, that's it to me. You know, yeah, we just want to be everybody. fun. We just want to be fun. Yeah. yeah.
2: That's it. I mean That's why we do I mean, I mean Rage we, we, Rage. we had a one star meet and greet and a five star show I'd say this time so I'd, it's yeah, we flipped it yeah we flipped it we flipped it for you baby we flipped it flipped the script congratulations
1: well, it was a group effort. I mean, I couldn't have d- did it without yeah, fucking help.
2: Yeah, and uh, let's, let's say it. I'll, I'll say it here. Uh, for the burials in the past six or so months of the students, the students that did show up, because there was a car of students that came literally just for the show and went back home.
5: And then got the fuck back. Yeah. And they got back. Bless your hearts. Bless
2: your hearts. Great job, guys. Trey Lamar, who is one of the guys who gets more flack than almost anybody from the Third us. shift, motherfucker, All-star. now. All night, brother. Trey Lamar <laughs> did a great job. Um, I
5: don't
2: know what that is. Trey Lamar, a phenomenal job. Uh, uh, We're somebody to stay up said, with him. From what Thorne said, um, yeah,
5: Trey was driving people was around. Driving people around. No, Trey was the MVP you know, last year too. MVP, D.D. So
1: yeah, he was MVP this year uh, yeah, for he, sure. He did and a great job, uh, you know. And like he knew coming out, he wasn't even on the show. You I'm know?
5: throwing it down too. Fucking Dr. Dan. Fucking made a lot of shit happen. Yeah. yeah
2: one hundred percent, and
5: also like coming home It was a hundred
2: percent. It was a hundred and ten percent a team effort. Uh, Worldwide like got got me home. <laughs> home
4: on
0: uh, Saturday night. Do you want to shout out <laughs> uh, the uh, other students in health?
2: Wasabi Jones. Oh, okay. Wasabi Jones. Uh, Andrew. Let's let's go now from the top, ready, I guess. Andrew. Andrew Sierra. Uh, John, Michael.
1: John Michael. John Michael. Laurel. Dan Vega. Vega.
2: Expelled. think they're not expelled. RJ RJ From R J. Zay 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 was there Helping Do out work. Um, Big, Big Twan, uh, twan yep. Just shooting them webs. Frankie Flynn <laughs> Frankie Flynn um, Weird Bizzle <laughs> Weird Body Weird Body um, Yeah I mean Everybody was, It was honestly It was a team effort and Couldn't have did it Without Pedro coming well, out And yeah, running Pedro, the Fucking front of the house Pedro yeah. Forever could in a fucking day Couldn't have done it Without Wadsworth On the commentary call Shout out, um, to me. shout out to Nick Sanka for being in the crowd, moral support, <laughs> yeah. no spot. No, 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 You were doing God's yeah. work? You did God's work because you kept him sane, like sane for the most part. Other than you Saturday,
5: know? apparently, I don't know. Yeah, uh, he had to have one night to let loose. Yeah, yeah.
4: no, he
1: kept him sane, and Nick didn't come yeah. to keep me sane. He came to see chaos.
2: He did. You did. And
4: another shout out to Papa Pepperoni. Uh,
2: uh, I wish he would have stayed. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. anyone that left,
5: shout out to.
4: Not your daddy's daycare. Leave your kids at home.
2: Shout out to the Brickster for, for Brickster. hanging out Brickster. with the crew. Run the ice. Uh, Shouting out. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, CSJ. Kind of, showing up. Yeah, I mean, AJ Gray, yeah. fucking Sh- good late Rick night LG. Virtual Pros.
1: Virtual, Virtual Pros, Virtual Pros. My yes, Adam Cirque. Oh, yeah, I got to meet Adam Circumstance yes, for the uh, first time. CPA hung
5: out. Oh, CPA's but, a good brother. CPA's a good brother.
2: Stacy and Pam.
1: Yeah, they are in the house.
5: Yeah, fuck
1: it. Goldstein. Kim.
2: Uh do we shout out Dave the Potato? Nah. 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 No. no. Fuck the potato. Um Kim Babo, she was there. She awesome. The uh, Bats, the Bats, John oh. Bats.
5: You Yo, real talk though, like all the fucking party and like event they staff mean. at like the White Hall, the White Eagle Hall. Cause the they White fucking <laughs> the White <laughs> Hall. Remember dude, the fuck that place was called? No, shout but out to Air Hall. Cannon. Because Yo, they dude, air no. cannon was great. They weekend, fucking like man. were like on top of shit, and they could have been like I've like worked at clubs like similar to that. They could have been way bigger shout assholes. Out, shout out to, to the fucking white people. Shout out
2: to the White Eagle Hall security and staff for keeping Phil Baroni in check somehow. Yeah, uh, and I recognizing
5: believe, that I was somebody that knew
2: somebody about somebody and not Phil fucking Barone, hassling my shit. I, Phil Baroni might still shout be. out to Chris Clem, <laughs> boy, Chris Clem, Phil Baroni might still be at the White Eagle Hall. I don't know. Phil Baroni, we all for all you and me. Let's go, buddy. That's Sean, a bad idea. Sean, is Sean is 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 oh, it real? He's so short. Oh. There's a lot of power in those hands. I think let's wrap it
0: Estefina and her glasses that she oh, uh,
1: I right
2: right tried out. to help you out, but then I got distracted Ronald by Tulegs.
5: other things. Ronald,
1: Ronald, Ronald Two Legs. Yeah. Um, um, Rick Nelson, Enterprises. I, guess, I, guess, yeah. I said, yes. didn't
5: have to uh, bail nobody out. Uh, the 77
2: think. photographers around Ringside making it feel like a New Japan show. No. Oh.
5: Mouse. Oh, Mouse. Well, that's
0: every
4: AIW show. A lot of shout outs, dude. I love it. NWO Sting. <laughs> shout yeah. out. shout Joey out to Janella
2: for the, Joey Janella for the Chandler Biggins chant. Shout out to yes. Allie holding it down, hanging yeah. out shout with out Sully all weekend. Shout out to Scott Steiner
3: again, because that's my guy. I got to give him another one. My dude.
5: Additional <laughs> shouts to uh, Joey Janella for uh, giving chair, unprotected chair shots to the WrestleSplania girls. Y'all weren't there. You would have loved it. Um, what do you think here? I think we're good. Shout uh, out to Jersey
4: Transit. Jet, tours, yeah.
5: Yeah. Fucking tour. run all night, man. I mean people Shout need to, to Spiros, leave like New York to like Spiros, have Spiros, a New please.
2: Jersey. Shout out to Craigslist for providing authentic WrestleMania tickets. Oh. Oh. <sighs> I heard something. <laughs> but
5: what was shout out to what's the chicken one and
1: two? Yeah. Shane Mercer's driver the getting the cops called. <laughs>
5: yeah. Oh yeah, Akita <laughs> fuck it, eat shit. But yeah, shouts to you. Shouts to Spider Nate Webb. Yeah, oh yeah, Nate Webb What about day. the shit that was on fire outside White yeah. Eagle? I think Joey Janela set a fire. I
1: don't
2: yeah, know. he, he took a cigarette and it, it went into cardboard. Um,
5: Jeez. shout out. <laughs> I think uh, we're shouted out. Yeah. Spiritos. Shout it in, shout it out. Um. <laughs> Shout Blue out to chicken. the uh, little Dominican kid in the school bus that kept on shouting nice wig at me while I was trying to like go buy an empanada. Shout, shout out to out. the lady
2: at the the uh, car rental place.
3: Hooked it up yeah,
5: off a rip. Free easy pass.
3: Riff. Shout, easy out pass. To,
2: shout out to the bodegas in the area. You can tell
1: it's fucking late. Gary,
2: <laughs> Shannon. Shout out, shout out to Mike Burns stuff. from Smartmark Video. Um, shout, out. shout out to Jerry from independentwrestling.tv. Shout out to me sprinting up
5: the road and getting in my car and going to a goddamn bar. Oh, See shout out all.
2: to either Yuta for providing a ride back to my Airbnb after the show. What all a guy.
4: Wrap it up. That's
5: all right. it. We're good.
1: It I'm shouted out. Shout out to that guy that I accidentally thought was a bomb. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Whoever
5: you are. <laughs> shout out to, you to Puff. What
0: things. the fuck? All right. Well, for Dom Greeny, Nick Sanko, Wes Barkley. Yep. Worldwide. Worldwide. AIW owner, John Thornton. My name is Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week here on The Card Is Going To Change.